Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will finish off his quick two-part message on the importance of humility. Pastor Chuck uses a short teaching to emphasize that this is a season for going lower. He will use many scriptures throughout this message, but today's portion of the message will begin in 1 Peter 5, verse 5. So if you have your Bibles, please turn over there right now, and we're going to join in with Pastor Chuck. Here we go. Let me let me tie let me tie in this because I I I want to I want to keep talking about humility. I want to talk about humility and how important that is in the life of a believer and how important that is for us to go lower, right? Here it is. First Peter chapter five says this. So likewise, verse five. Likewise, First Peter chapter five, verse five. Likewise, you who are younger, first Peter chapter five, verse five. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God, your word is just messing me up tonight. Listen, listen, I'm a learner with you. I'm a learner. I'm in the classroom with you. I'm learning with you. I'm not. Listen, I'm learning with you. I say this all the time. Rebuild. Will you commit to growing with me together? Listen, we have two apostles writing in Philippians chapter two. We have the apostle Paul and first Peter. We have the apostle Peter and they are communicating the same message in a different way yet similar it's the same message he says listen likewise you who are younger be subject to the elders period next sentence clothe yourselves all of you you got to put on clothing of humility listen and when and listen there's an action there's a direction for it it's supposed to go somewhere. You putting that clothing on, it's supposed to take you somewhere. Where does it take you? You know, when you get dressed, when you put on your clothing, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Let me show y'all that. When I put on clothing, right, I put on this jacket. I put on this clothing, right? I don't, I don't put this clothing on in this way, particularly this coat. I, I must be getting ready to go somewhere. I'm, go, I'm going somewhere for a reason. So I, I put on, can't even zip this thing up, I'm so messed tonight. So I put on this jacket. And, and most times, most often, depending on where you are, let's keep this general, depending on where you are, I don't put on a coat or a jacket just to sit. Now, I know some of you go to examples, but sometimes it'd be too cold in the house, so I got to put a jacket on. I'm at somebody's house visiting, don't have a blanket or whatever. I ain't in my house, I got to put a jacket. I ain't talking about all that. Let's just talk about generally. Generally speaking, when I put on a coat, when I put on a jacket, I am saying I'm going somewhere. And it must be a need for it because it helps me stand against the elements 
the elements that are contrary to what my 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 inner being needs to feel and experience. I'm going somewhere. I'm not only just going somewhere with this example, I'm going somewhere in the spirit and what I'm trying to communicate to you by the spirit of God in this moment. I'm going somewhere and I put this coat on because the elements outside say that if I don't put this coat on, I'm likely to suffer in a way that I don't need to suffer. So I hear the Lord saying, listen, he says, clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility. Where am I going? I'm supposed to go toward one another. Just like when Christ came into earth, he came towards us. My God. And he clothed himself with sinful flesh. And out of that sinful flesh, because he was honoring the will of the Father, he was able to withstand the elements of sin and death for us and he who knew no sin became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? God did the necessary work. He took off his, his richness so that he can become poor for us and through his poverty we might become rich. It's the gospel exchange. It's that beautiful narrative and that gives us a mindset to be still and know. Family, there's elements outside of the will of God that is not conducive for your inner man. But if you put on humility and then you go show love and serve one another like Christ has served us, we receive the blessings of the kingdom together. Clothe yourselves with humility. And, 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 as, and as you're clothing yourself, you have a destination. You're supposed to take that humility and go towards one another. Go towards one another in love. Listen, why? Why? Because it keeps you low. When you esteem others more highly than yourself, like Jesus did for us, it esteems you lowly. Why? Because God opposes the proud. He ain't got nothing to do with that. That's not his character. That's not his nature. That's not his name. He says, but listen, watch this, but God gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to the humble. What does grace do? All right, here we go. Let me show you real quick. Whew. Mm, mm, mm. This is what grace does. Y'all heard me say this all the time. Let me, let me tell you what grace is according to the scriptures. Titus 2 verse 11. Is this good? We just work. We just work in the word. We just work in the word. We just work in the word because the word works. We're working the word because the word works. If we do it God's way, family, we will get God's results. If we do it God's way, we will get God's results. We're working the word. Y'all still with me? Y'all still here? It's, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, uh, Y'all still here? Y'all still rolling with me? Somebody tell me you're still rolling with me. Let me know that you're still here. You're still rolling with me. Hey, Aunt Myrtle, tell the Lord thank you. Aunt Myrtle in the house, tell the Lord thank you. I'm telling y'all, boy, y'all better get ready. A murder going to come to rebuild one day, 
And when a myrtle come to rebuild, if you ain't never praised God before, she puts on the garment of praise because Aunt Myrtle knows what the spirit of heaviness is. And if that woman ever shares her testimony and she walks in the presence of God and when she starts telling the Lord, thank you, I'm telling you, I'm, listen, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that woman knows how to put on the garment of praise. And that's the blessing, that's the inheritance that she has given out uh, to the children uh, uh, in the kingdom that she has come across. She has taught them how to take off the spirit of heaviness and put on the garment of praise. And she'll say it all the time. Tell the Lord, thank you. Oh, Myrtle, I want to bless you. I want to give you your flowers while you are still here, oh, Myrtle. And I want to tell you, oh, Myrtle, how much of a blessing you are, how thankful I am that God has made you my auntie, that he has allowed me to connect to you, and that you have taught me that when the spirit of heaviness comes on, according to Isaiah 61, I can take on the garment of praise and I can walk in victory. I can dance in victory. I can shout in victory. And your labor of love, oh, Myrtle, in Christ Jesus has not been in vain and I'm going to salute you I'm going to honor you tonight and I'm going to give you your flowers while you're still here Aunt Myrtle I love you and I thank God for what you have taught me Aunt Myrtle God bless you God bless you God bless you that's taking humility towards one another family we got to care for one another if there's any uh, affection if there's any sympathy if there's any participation in the spirit be a one mind one accord having the same mind and likeness I, by the grace of God, I was able to model that for you, unbeknownst to me in this moment. God, you are good tonight. Oh, my God, what's happening in here tonight? Woo! God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Oh, Myrtle, come through. God, everything going on in her mind. People think she's crazy. People think that she don't have her right mind. But a Myrtle come up in there and said, I know who my God is. I know in whom I believe. And everything that I've been through, I take off the garment. Of, I take off the spirit of heaviness. And I put on the garment of praise. And I tell my Lord, I tell my Savior, thank you. I tell her with my hands. I tell her with my mouth. I tell her with my feet. I use my whole being to tell the Lord, thank you. Oh, Myrtle, God bless you and thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. God, I bless you. Hallelujah. Humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Listen, listen, listen. I'm talking about grace. Talking about grace because God says he's give grace to the humble. Listen what grace is. Titus chapter 2. Holy Spirit, you got me all messed up tonight. Woo! Here it is. Here it is, Titus 2. I'm just flowing with the ghost. I'm just flowing with the ghost. Listen, he says, Titus 2, verse 11. This, this, this is where I found where the Lord has led me to really understand the grace of God, the, the divine enablement uh, uh, of the power of God, the, the unmerited favor of God, the, the, the divine power of God uh, that does this. It says, for the grace of God has appeared. Bringing salvation for all people. That grace of God that appeared came in the form of Jesus Christ. The person of Jesus Christ. It brought salvation for who? All people. Listen. Let me be clear. I'm about to go. I'm about, let me be clear. The grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people. But it has to be received. Have, have this mind. You can have it, but you got to take hold of it and make it your own. It's freely given. So although it has come for all people, 
all people have not received it yet, but it has come for all people. It has come for all people and those all people that it has come for. It has come to give them the opportunity or the gift of eternal life in Christ Jesus. It has come for all people, all people, all people. You think of all people in the earth, wherever demographic, whatever community they're part in, Jesus came for all of them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe would not perish but have the eternal life. Whosoever ties into this Titus 2 of all people, whether they're black, they're white, they're Hispanic, they're Italian, whether they're Russian, whether they're Nigerian, whether they're South African, whether they're a New Zealander or all people, whether they're male or female or they're trying to create their own identity, whether they're a lesbian, whether they're a homosexual, whether they're transgender, whether they're boy or girl. God came for all people and he's slow to anger. He's, he's being patient with us because it's not his will that any should perish. And by my brothers and sisters, humility in us as his sons, as his daughters in the earth should lead others to be able to receive the grace of God that has given us salvation in a free loving form through the person and finished work of Jesus Christ. He came for all people and it is our obligation. It is our response to the grace that we have received in him to go communicate that grace to others in love and in truth. I'm gonna get off here. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna get off here. I, I, I just, I, I just, I'm gonna get off here. I, I'm so messed up tonight. I'm gonna get off here. All people, we gotta get away from this, uh, 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 this, um, this prejudice proclamation. We're prejudging. So we say, oh, 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 the good news is not for you. The goodness. No, 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 no. He came for all people. No matter what you've done, scripture says Jesus is able to save to the uttermost. No matter what, Jesus is able to save to the uttermost. If Moses was a murderer and he saved him. How can we act like the grace of God cannot extend to them as well and bring them out of darkness into his marvelous light? His grace appeared for all people. And I know this is a difficult truth because we act like we are the ones who have defined what is good and what is evil. We act like the ones that we're the ones that died on the cross, that we are the one that feeded sin and death, that he is the one that God used us to bring us out of the grave and all that type of stuff. We ain't do none of that. And so how dare we act like we got the market on salvation? I'm not blaming nobody. I'm just saying I've seen it. What we take on a posture that we are respect the persons as to who should get the good news. And I can go there because I know there because I've done it myself. Even as a pastor, I've done it myself. God, forgive me. God, I'm asking for your, for your mercy. I'm asking for your boldness to continue to stand the way you have called your children to stand in the earth and to proclaim the way you have called and designed us to proclaim in the earth. God, I have missed the mark plenty of times. 
So I ain't coming to preach or teach nothing that's of a, a condemnation in that. I'm saying I got to go lower. I got to be still and know that he's, I got to go lower. We ain't finished. Titus 2, here you go. Here's the grace. Bringing salvation for all people. What does this grace do? It brings us salvation and it brings us sanctification. Sanctified means to set apart. It sanctifies us. It brings us salvation and sanctification. Here's the sanctification. Verse 12. It trains us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. And then it also gives us grace to wait for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who, what did he do? He went low for us. Verse 14, he gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and listen, to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. And then he tells his beloved Titus, declare these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. And with that great advice from Paul to Titus, we will conclude Pastor Chuck's message on humility. Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck begins a new message based on one of the most famous stories in the Old Testament. 